Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 99 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick, and quite a bit has happened since I last recorded an episode. As you guys know, anyone who's been listening to this show for a while, I was on vacation for last week from Tuesday through Saturday. We went to Las Vegas, and everything was great. We're home safe and sound. Everybody is good. Obviously, in the time that I was gone, a lot has happened with the coronavirus, and even before I left, the days and even weeks leading up to when I left, I did my best not to really talk about coronavirus. I don't think I mentioned it once on this show because the way I saw it is I think a lot of people are you know, getting a lot of information about coronavirus. Everywhere you look, it's coronavirus this, coronavirus that, and I get it because obviously it's affected a lot of people, and of course my heart goes out to anybody who's been affected by the coronavirus or knows anybody who's been affected by it. Obviously, since you guys have heard from me last You know, last week we had the three episodes, and I did a new episode on Monday, but the episodes that came out on Tuesday and Thursday were each pre-taped. So even while, you know, there was more attention being given to the coronavirus, obviously all the different leagues being shut down, the NBA, the NHL, the NCAA, the XFL, pretty much anything you can think of, all these leagues being shut down, even while all that was happening— There was no update on this show from it because, again, the Tuesday and Thursday episodes last week were pre-taped. So we're going to talk a little bit about the coronavirus today. Again, I've done my best to to not talk about it a whole lot, but obviously today it's completely unavoidable because we're at the point now where a lot of people are being asked to work from home. Uh, I'm doing that right now, in fact. I, I will be working from home for the foreseeable future. And I'm sure a lot of you, it's the same situation out there as well, wherever you might be listening to this. But yeah, as much as I have attempted to kind of keep this show Ranger-centric over, you know, these 99 episodes, there's times where you have to take a little bit of a detour. And obviously, the coronavirus has affected a lot of people and a lot of uh, businesses and entities in this country, including the sports industry and including the NHL. After all, I mean, this is a Ranger podcast. The Rangers are part of the NHL. The NHL is shut down right now because of the coronavirus. It it has been paused. And we will obviously, I mean, first and foremost, Let's just hope everybody's safe. Obviously, right now, no NHL players have been diagnosed with the coronavirus, so that is obviously a good thing. To me, this whole situation is just kind of a case where it's better safe than sorry, and I certainly understand the NHL's decision to pause the season right now and, you know, just, again, just be better safe than sorry because you obviously don't want this thing to spread any more than it already has. And, you know, I'm sure there are fans right now, you know, there might be people listening to this that are, maybe a little bit upset at the NHL for doing this. They might be a little bit angry. They might think that this is a little bit of an overreaction. But again, better safe than sorry, and it's probably for the better. It is just sports after all, and I know we're, we're all big hockey fans. I assume if you're listening to this, you're probably a Ranger fan. We were having a lot of fun this season, right? You know, this team was, they're young, they're exciting, they're hungry, they've exceeded expectations. A lot of individual players have kind of developed faster than maybe we thought they were going to. It's been a really fun season, and I say that despite the Rangers being currently on the outside of the playoff picture looking in. And even if the Rangers weren't having a great season, even if they were at or near the bottom of the league, hey, it's still hockey, right? I mean, we would still would have had the Stanley Cup playoffs approaching, and, and you know that's the best playoff 
uh, tournament in sports. You will never change my mind on that. It is 100% the best tournament going in the world. And it was going to be a lot of fun. You know, hopefully the Rangers got in there and made some noise and made some things happen. But even if not, you know, I'm sure a lot of us would have still had a lot of fun watching the Stanley Cup playoffs. And it might still happen. You know, we, we don't know for sure what is coming down the pipe here because right now the NHL season, just like the NBA season has been paused and I'm sure the NHL, you know, I'm still getting updated here. I'm still kind of bringing myself up to speed and and even right now, just kind of refreshing web pages and seeing if there's any breaking news. But basically it sounds like the hope right now is that the NHL will basically just pick up where they left off and the Rangers and everybody else, they're going to play the games left on their regular season schedule, and then we'll have the playoffs, and that would be awesome if that can happen. Obviously, that's going to push the season back pretty far. I mean, we're going to be playing hockey in July, which, I mean, hey, that that's fine by me. As long as this virus is contained and everything gets back to normal, that's priority number one, obviously, and then we can get back to having fun. We can get back to watching our Rangers. We can get back to watching sports. We can get back to, you know, a little bit of a sense of normalcy. Right now, again, you know, it's better to just exercise caution, and I think that's what the NHL and the rest of these leagues are doing right now. As for this podcast, the plans are to pretty much keep it the same. We're going to still look to do five episodes per week, and I'm going to do my best to talk as little about the coronavirus as possible. Again, it is unavoidable. We're going to have to talk about it at times as we kind of update you guys as far as, you know, what the NHL is doing, what the plans might be. There's talk about a 2014 playoff tournament. We'll talk about that in just a little bit as well. But right now, the reason I'm going to not talk about it a whole lot after today's episode is because everywhere you turn right now, you're hearing about it. And I think with sports, sports are the escape, right? They're the getaway for everybody. And I think when you tune into a podcast like this or really any of the awesome Locked On podcasts out there, you're not really looking for an update on coronavirus because, again, you can get there anywhere. You're looking for an update on your team, the Rangers, or just sports in general. And, you know, I've got some ideas. I'll share them with you at the end of this episode for what we might do going forward because, obviously, you know, the Ranger games, that's the meat and potatoes of this show. We all watch the games, and then we come here and we talk about it. And, obviously, we're not going to be able to do that for a while, but we'll find some other uh, interesting things to get into, some more fun items And again, I will talk about what the plans might be for that at the end of the episode. But like I said, for right now, I'm not going to be talking a whole lot about the coronavirus in future episodes. That's obviously going to kind of be the theme here today, because how could it not be? Again, the NHL season has been paused because of the coronavirus. So we do have to talk about at least a little bit here. If you've been a listener of this podcast, I'm sure you've heard all the great advertisers working with Locked On to reach sports fans. But you may not know that Locked On Rangers is a great way for your local business to reach passionate Ranger fans just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners. Not just any podcast listener, a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants to connect with Ranger fans and a predominantly male audience that is well-educated with disposable income, then let's put your company right here on this Locked On podcast. Local fans love to support local businesses. Text the word advertising to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcasts.com slash advertising and let us know who you are. We'll get our team to help your team achieve locked-on advertising success. Once again, text the word advertising to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcasts.com slash advertising. We look forward to hearing from you. I briefly mentioned earlier that I would be working from home for the foreseeable future for my full-time job. My full-time job, by the way, is with WWE. I don't know if I've—I think I've mentioned that a couple of times on here, but I haven't really ever gotten into too much detail about it, and— just like every other sports league, you know, they've kind of, they haven't shut down completely. What they're doing is they have the Performance Center in Orlando, Florida, where there's, you know, a lot of training going on there. 
And right now, what they did on Friday was they took their Friday night SmackDown show, their TV show, and they moved that to the Performance Center in Orlando, Florida, and they basically just did the show in an empty arena. So you had wrestling matches you know, between the wrestlers, there's a referee in there, you've got the announcers, you've got the ring announcers, but there's no fans whatsoever. So once again, you know, another league exercising the better safe than sorry mantra, and I think that's probably a good way to do it. Obviously, today's Monday, so tonight is Monday Night Raw, another of WWE shows, and they will once again be operating out of Orlando, Florida, in the Performance Center, and doing it in front of an empty arena. No fans whatsoever, and again, just better safe than sorry for, for all these leagues, WWE included, and Stone Cold Steve Austin going to be on the show tonight, and it's going to be in an empty arena, so that's kind of unfortunate because obviously, you know, the fans would go nuts uh, if he came out there, but, you know, it is what it is, and again, it's just better to exercise caution, and I think my best advice for anyone listening to this is don't do anything that you're not comfortable doing right now. If you're not comfortable going into your office to go to work, then don't go. If you're not comfortable, some of you may have kids, if you're not comfortable sending them to school, then keep them home. It's common sense stuff. Just just avoid situations that you're not comfortable with right now. Given the circumstances, I don't think anyone's going to get fired over not reporting to the office as long as you, you know, tell your boss or your manager or whoever that, listen, uh, I'm staying home. I'm not going to mess around with this virus, and I'm going to exercise caution here. And nobody's going to get in too much trouble for that, I don't think, if for no other reason than how bad it would make the company look if they disciplined someone or even fired someone for not reporting to work under the current conditions. That would just that would be a horrible look for any individual or any company right now. All the major sports leagues have been shut down and bars and restaurants are about to close in Connecticut, but you're supposed to go to work. Yeah, no. It only do things that you're comfortable doing and only, you know, again if you have kids and you know maybe the schools are open, maybe they're closed. I believe I saw that it looks like just about every school is going to be shutting down soon again. I'm still kind of playing catch up here, but yeah, if you don't want your kids going to school, then don't send them to school. I mean, I know it's going to be really hard for them to get through life if they miss one or two days of learning about the periodic table. I mean, I know that none of us would have ever achieved anything had we not memorized every single element on the periodic table, but hey, you know, you got to do what you got to do and you got to keep them home. And, and you know, that's that's probably the way to go right now. Right now, to each their own, and there might be people listening to this, and there might be people out there who do not want to leave their home right now for any circumstances. They do not want any contact with any other human beings, and that's completely their right. If they are if they feel safe and they feel more secure just being at home, then, then by all means, do that. For me, it's a situation where certainly I'm not going to treat this like a joke because it obviously has affected people. It has killed people, and but by that same token, you know, I'm also not going to live my life in fear and, you know, bar myself up in my room and, and just refuse to be anywhere near other people. I think, you know, you got to find that middle ground somewhere where you do take this seriously, but that you're not, you know, completely petrified and, and just, you know, watching the news 24-7 and just becoming more and more afraid. I really do think it's a situation, again, I'm no doctor, I, I'm not basing this on any kind of medical evidence or anything like that, but right now, I think things are being handled fairly well at this point where people are being encouraged to just be smart, you know, just keep washing your hands, do your best not to touch your face, don't play any sports right now, and just just hang in there, and just, we'll all get through this together, I, I think that's, you know, the best way to look at it, but, you know, I just think if everybody just exercises some common sense, and we just watch out for each other, I think we'll all be okay, I mean, that's that's really the long and short of it, 
And I did mention that, you know, my wife and I just took a vacation to Las Vegas from Tuesday through Saturday. We met two of our best friends there. We went to 311 Day. If you don't know what that is, 311 is a band from the 90s. They're still around. And every two years, they do a special show on March 11th, 311, third month, 11th day. And this time, they actually played three concerts on the 11th, the 12th, and the 13th. It was a fantastic time. And... You know, getting out there was definitely interesting because you go to the airport and you do see a few people wearing, you know, the surgical masks. Not too many, but a few. You know, you did see those pop up every now and then. And then we had a total of four flights, you know, going there and coming back, two flights each way. And of the four flights, three of them were probably about half empty. So I definitely think that, you know, people are are taking it seriously and, you know, maybe exercising caution as far as, you know, not wanting to, to travel on planes. But as far as, you know, how the airports were running, pretty much everything was was business as usual. You know, you go through security just like you do. It takes forever, just like it always does. I didn't really notice any security measures being amped up, and I don't know if that has changed because, again, you know, we flew back on Saturday, and today is Monday. A lot can change in two days, as you're all very well aware. But, yeah, I mean, it it was pretty much just, just how it usually is. Obviously, you know, the airline workers, they were doing a very thorough job of cleaning the airplanes. And, you know, obviously people are washing their hands. They've got hand sanitizer all over the place. And so that's obviously good. The airports didn't seem as busy as usual. But then again, we did fly out on a Tuesday. And I don't think Tuesday is necessarily the busiest travel day of the week. I don't know that for sure. But common sense would suggest that that's probably not, you know, the the busiest day because it's kind of, you know, getting toward the middle of the week there. And as far as Las Vegas itself, it was kind of just business as usual. Everything was pretty normal there. I got to think it was probably one of the more normal places in this country in the last few days, which kind of sounds strange saying that out loud. But yeah, I mean, it was just it's the tourism was still there. I didn't notice I'd been to Vegas in the past. I didn't notice it being any less crowded this time than it was any other times. And the concerts were fantastic. Again, you know, 311, they played three shows on Wednesday, Thursday and Friday. The venue holds, I believe, between six and 7,000 people, and everybody got out safe. Again, 311 put on an amazing show. I did talk to, you know, a few of the workers. The workers at the Park Theater were very friendly, very accommodating, and they mentioned, though, that after Friday, that venue was shutting down. So, I mean, 311 just barely got those shows in. And if you guys remember, my friend Kevin LaBella, he's been on this show a couple of times. He works at the NHL Network, and... He has a band, Unity All-Stars, and they played their two shows as well. They did an awesome job. And to me, you know, it's just one of those things where you have to keep living your life. You have to exercise caution where appropriate. And certainly, you know, I'm, I did my best in Vegas, you know, not to get too close to anybody that I don't know. But, you know, it is it is a crowded area. You just have to keep washing your hands. You have to take care of yourself. And, you, again, you have to exercise caution. And just don't panic, you know, because that that's what really causes problems. You know, there's these videos popping up all over the Internet now where people are punching each other and, and brawling for toilet paper, which... Uh, I could do a whole episode about how ridiculous that is, that the toilet paper is being treated as, as basically currency right now. But, yeah, I mean, just just treat each other right, look out for each other, and we'll all get through this together. I, I really do believe that. We've gotten through other things. And so, I mean, is it possible that, you know, the entire world is overreacting a little bit to this? Yes, it is possible. It's possible. But, again, you know, I think the biggest theme here, like a lot of things in life, better safe than sorry— But again, for anyone who's upset or angry or disappointed that the NHL has paused its season, that all these other sports have paused their seasons, that in some cases tournaments have been canceled and and entire sports have been canceled, you know, MLB obviously has paused as well and gotten rid of the rest of spring training. You know, I get it. I get that, you know, people might be upset about that and that it is disappointing. But you know what? Again, in the grand scheme of things, 
I know we're all passionate sports fans. They're really not that important. And it takes something like this sometimes to put that into perspective. And right now, again, you know, again, the biggest theme here is it's just better to be safe than sorry. And I think that's what you're seeing with the NHL and all these other sports leagues. So we'll keep our fingers crossed, first and foremost, that this whole coronavirus is just a thing of the past within a few weeks or a few months at the very least. And that, you know, everybody, we've gotten out of it okay. And, you know, people have recovered from it. And beyond that, as far as sports go, we'll keep our fingers crossed at the NHL. I mean, I hope that they can just pick up right where they left off because I want to see how this thing plays out for the Rangers. I know a lot of you want to see how this plays out for the Rangers. Can they do it, man? Can they complete this this epic run to the postseason? We will obviously find out if the NHL unfreezes its season and we get back into the swing of things here and the Rangers complete the rest of their regular season. It would be a blast, obviously, if they completed the run to the playoffs, got in, and then, you know, found a way to hopefully make some noise once that happens. But the other thing I want to talk about here is the NHL is at least flirting with the idea of starting a 24-team postseason when they come back from this break, if they come back from this break. I shouldn't say when because it's no slam dunk. You know, it's entirely possible that the NHL does not resume this season and that we have seen the last of hockey for this year and that there will be no Stanley Cup champion. Obviously, fingers crossed that that does not happen. That would be just uh, a lousy outcome for the NHL, but it is possible. But this other idea that they've come up with now, the, the 2014 postseason, is very interesting because the way I understand it is... The teams would still be sectioned off between the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference, but you would have 12 teams on each side, 12 teams in the East, 12 teams in the West, and you would have teams with buys. So if you're in the top four in the East or the top four in the West, you do not have to play in the first round. And then the other eight teams in the East and the West would play each other to kind of advance and play a team with a buy. So it's, it's a lot to digest. It would be wild. And the cool thing about this, if you're a Ranger fan, hey, the Rangers would be in the playoffs if this was the case. So they, they would get in and they would have a chance to play somebody in the first round for the right to then move on and play one of the teams with buys. By then, you know, you would knock it down from 24 teams to 16 teams, and it would just be business as usual. Best of seven all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals. Now, as far as... I have mixed feelings on this, and I'm going to try not to let the fact that I'm a Ranger fan cloud my judgment here, because again, if 24 teams get into the playoffs, the Rangers are in, and that'd be a lot of fun for all of us. But... It would be a little bit ridiculous, wouldn't it, to have 24 of 31 teams make the Stanley Cup playoffs? That would be a little bit out there. And it would also be a little bit confusing because if you let 12 teams from each conference into the postseason, how exactly do you go about that? Because take a look at the Eastern Conference, for example, okay? As we said, the Rangers, they would be in. They would make the playoffs. Great, cool, awesome. But the last team in the Eastern Conference to get into the playoffs, if they go to a 2014 tournament, and again, 12 teams from the Eastern Conference make the postseason, the last team in right now would be the Montreal Canadiens. The Canadiens are 31, 31, and 9. That's good for 71 points. And right behind the Canadiens, the first two teams out, if you will, would be the Buffalo Sabres and the New Jersey Devils. Both of those teams have 68 points. The Buffalo Sabres are 30, 31, and 8. The New Jersey Devils are 28, 29, and 12. But here's the strange part about this. The Canadians, like we said, they've played 71 games 
they have 71 points. The Buffalo Sabres and New Jersey Devils have each played 69 games. They each have 68 points. So they've played two fewer games than the Canadians. Would it really be fair to let the Canadians into the playoffs and then keep the Sabres and Devils out of the playoffs? Because again, who's to say that the Sabres or Devils couldn't go 2-0 and in those two games that they have in hand on the Canadians? And if they did that, that would bring them up to 72 points compared to just 71 points for the Canadians. So it's hard to know exactly what's fair right here. Maybe you would do something where you have every team play the rest of the regular season games to where they get to the point where everybody has played the same amount of games. And right now, if you look at it, it sounds a little confusing, but stay with me. Right now, if you look at it, no team in the NHL has played more than 71 games, and no team has played fewer than 69 games, I don't think. Let me just check this here. Hang on. Yeah, everybody has played either 69, 70, or 71 games. So maybe when the NHL comes back, what you do is you try to somehow get it to a point where every team has played the same amount of regular season games, and then from there, that's the final standings of the NHL regular season. You get everybody up to 71 games, if it's possible to even do that, because, I mean, who knows at what point in the NHL season all these teams would have played the same amount of games. But, yeah, I guess you just try to get it to where everybody's played the same amount of regular season games, and then you use that as your final standings, and the best 24 teams are in the playoffs. I mean, again, it's a little bit of a mess. I still think the best option is to just finish the regular season and go with the playoffs as they normally go with them, with 16 teams, best of seven every round. And, you know, hopefully that's something that's that's still possible here for the NHL. And if I'm understanding the 24-team playoff proposal correctly here, again, it sounds like it'll be 12 teams in each conference, and the Rangers would be in, as we said, and it looks like they would be the 10th seed, which is, it just sounds so weird even saying that, but the Rangers would be the 10 seed, and by my calculations then, they would be playing the 7 seed, which right now is the Carolina Hurricanes. So that would be interesting because we know the Rangers have basically mopped the floor with the Hurricanes all season, and I mean, we'll see. We'll see if that's the road that the NHL chooses to go down. But obviously, that would be a very winnable uh, first-round playoff series for the Rangers. So, you know, it definitely is an intriguing idea, this 24-team playoff tournament. Again, I'm still kind of in favor of finishing the regular season and just, you know, seeing who makes the playoffs out of that. But we'll see. At a certain point, you know, the NHL's hand might be forced. And again, this is if NHL even comes back at all this season. So fingers crossed that we are not done with hockey this season. As far as this podcast and what you guys can expect going forward going to be a little bit of everything. You know, we're going to have to get creative on here a little bit. We're going to talk about maybe some classic games, some classic moments, some classic playoff series. Maybe we can do a crossover episode or two with some of the other Locked On hosts. I will definitely reach out to some of them. And depending on how long this coronavirus lasts, maybe at some point uh, we can even do a countdown of the best individual Ranger performances of this season. We could do another two-parter there like we've done in the past, maybe like a top 10 Best individual Ranger performances of the season. Obviously, Mika Zibanejad's five goals will be at or near the top of that list, but we'll see. And, you know, maybe we'll talk about some other things. Maybe we'll talk about some hockey movies. Maybe we'll talk about some hockey video games. Maybe we'll talk about the episode of The Simpsons where Bart and Lisa play hockey. Maybe we'll rank the goal songs from 31 to 1 in the league. I mean, it all, it's all going to depend. You know, it, we'll, we'll see. It's just going to kind of be random day after day, different themes. And hey, if you guys have any ideas, if there's anything you guys want me to talk about, then obviously reach out to me right now. You can send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. And definitely feel free to tweet me on Twitter at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. And again, right now the plan is still to do five episodes per week. And as for the coronavirus, just hang in there. You know, I know it can be a little scary, but I do think if we all stick together, we'll get through this. We'll find a way. 
But again, just please be safe. Don't do anything you're uncomfortable doing. And again, our thoughts, obviously, with anyone who is listening to this who may have been affected or knows someone else who may have been affected as well. But just just hang in there. Again, we'll all get through it together. And tomorrow, the big news, obviously, is that we will be doing episode number 100 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm going to be doing a mailbag for most of, if not all of the episode, and just going to be taking questions from you guys and answering it as best as I can. And there's still time to get your questions in. You can still reach out via Twitter, via email, whatever works best for you. It works for me. Again, there is still time. Make sure you get your question in at some point today or tonight, however, and I will do my best to get to it on tomorrow's episode. So definitely looking forward to that. Going to do my best to talk as little about the coronavirus as possible, certainly in tomorrow's episode, because it's our 100th episode. We want to have a little bit of fun. We want to get away from the coronavirus a little bit. I've already said coronavirus about 300 times today, and I think tomorrow, you know, we'll we'll just take a step back from it, and we'll just get back to talking about Ranger hockey for the time being. Again, there's going to be coronavirus updates on this show. It is completely unavoidable because it's basically just kind of taken over right now, and it is what it is, and we're just going to have to keep you guys posted, and obviously it's directly related to the NHL and to the Rangers and to hopefully the continuation and completion of this season because, you know, again, I don't think any of us want to see this season canceled. We all want to see the playoffs happen. We want to see a Stanley Cup champion crowned, and we just got to keep our fingers crossed, first and foremost, that everybody stays healthy, and secondly, that the NHL season can continue. But yeah, that wraps up this edition of Locked On New York Rangers. Now go ahead and tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On NHL. Have a great day. See you guys tomorrow.